I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. We are in the pod cave with our wiggly tables. Mm-hmm. So wiggly. Uh, yeah. What's up? How's it going? Great. I just got my COVID booster and my flu shot. So if I slowly fade away while we're recording, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> you'd no. carry on without me. <laughs> Avenge me. <laughs> Take a little nap over there and I'll just talk to myself. Hopefully I won't feel bad until tomorrow. We'll see. I don't know. Last time I got both... That was fine. Yeah. My arms were sore, but was... look at my cool sticker. Oh, look at you. Is a band-aid. Yes. <laughs> oh my god, I had the funniest idea. You know how sometimes when you go to sleep with your partner and you're like, damn, I wish I could just like pop this arm off. Yes. Like a Lego man. But I also feel that way about titties. Like you should be yes. able to like velcro them on and off. Absolutely. And I was like, what if I got top surgery? But before I got top surgery, I got a cast made <laughs> of my titties and then got one of those things like drag queens wear yeah. that's like a halter, but it yeah, has like, like a breastplate. Yeah. What if I got one of those of my titties? Yes. They're, like, they're exactly right. They weigh the same. Yep. They um, look the same. Yeah. They're just the same so concept like, as. Today, I feel like having titties. Yeah. Same concept as uh, Velcro- Velcroing them on and off. Exactly. Yeah. I, yeah, I love because sometimes I want to sleep on my stomach yeah but my boobs are in the way but you know my ass will be leaving the house without my titties <laughs> all the time yeah i'll just be like ah shit i gotta run back in <laughs> you gotta hang them by the door <laughs> so you can just sling them on real quick <laughs> i mean I, gu- I, I guess i would get dressed and i'd be like the yeah. shirt is all flappy <laughs> the chest region oh what? i forgot my titties what is this why can i see my toes something is wrong <laughs> What is this v-neck for why is this here <laughs> i just the way the way that you like keep so much shit in your car too i just imagine it would just be in the trunk of your car yeah, with all your, all your other stuff yeah you like get to the store you're like ah shit <sighs> hang on i don't need them <laughs> it's fine wait i have to be the most fuckable person at the grocery store where are my titties <laughs> Put them on over your shirt. <laughs> I win. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Here we are. It's the Velcro titty hour. Happy <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> anyway. That's not what we're here to talk about today. Maybe tomorrow. Today, here so- on Replay Rewind, we're going to continue on the track of discussing Halloween. Yeah, and today we're actually going to talk about Halloween itself, yeah. the holiday, where it comes from, where it goes. Some interesting facts about it. 
Where does it go after Halloween? After October 31st? Where does Halloween go? I, <laughs> I don't know. But it's funny that you say that because I, I probably shouldn't say that in this episode because it's the one interesting fact I have about Halloween Town. But that is actually where the story comes from is the guy who wrote it. His daughter oh. was like, where do all the ghouls and witches and monsters go the other days? Oh. Where are they? Yeah. You know, they all come out. They're at work. And he's, he's like, what if there was a place where they all lived together? Yeah. So, nice. I don't know where it goes. Well, tell me where it comes from. But where it comes from. At least. Originally, and this is, you know, I'm paraphrasing here. So if you're like <laughs> super into this and you're like, wrong. I don't know. <laughs> if you're a Halloween scholar, this is not a podcast for you. Yeah. Comes from the pagan festival, Samhain, which signified the ending of summer and the beginning of the colder months. Which was also associated a little bit with death, but not in like a, like a necessarily a spooky, sad way. Just kind of like it's cold, you know. More yeah. people die, the crops all die. We got to hunker down, so we're just you yeah. know having this little festival to kind of be like, this is it. This is the changeover. Time to hibernate. Yeah, you know, any reason to party, honestly. I mean, true. It's a good reason, but it was also believed that the separation between the planes of existence of this life and the afterlife was a lot thinner mm. on this day, and that ghosts did walk the earth so you know it meant bad news for the crops because they would come in and kind of fuck all that up and they would also just be like mischievous and causing problems for people oh the ghosts right so it was kind of what people used to blame any mishaps on the ghosts in the winter yeah yeah kind of like anything bad that happens is like because people are yeah the crops are all dying and the fucking ghost those ghosts didn't put the toilet seat down again (laughs) God damn it. Usually it's me, but this time <laughs> it was a ghost. It was ghosts. But it also meant that druids were able to more clearly see the future and make predictions about oh. the upcoming months. So interesting. Yeah. So people would dress up like ghosts and animals and spirits to try and like, you know, repel the real ones. Be like, oh, I'm just like you. <laughs> There's nothing fun here to do. I'm already being mischievous. Uh, this, this seat's taken. Yep. Move along. This cornfield is mine, buddy. <laughs> Don't even haunt it. I'm I'm on it. Don't worry. And they would run around like telling each other's futures, like trying yeah. to you know predict what was going to happen. An interesting concept to be like, well, I can see into the afterlife, which means I can see the future. Yeah. What? What? That's the well, other way. Only if you're. <laughs> You know, tuned to these sort of things. Oh, yes. And then the Romans came along, conquered the Celtic lands, and they were like, what if your holiday and our holiday had a baby? Oh, a baby holiday. And they started, you know, just incorporating them together like you do when you conquer a people. Yeah, you take all their shit. Like, what are you guys doing? That was <laughs> cool. We want that part. Yeah. And they started, yeah, incorporating Samhain with their own holidays. One, Feralia, which was a feast to commemorate the dead. Hmm. And... The celebration of Pomona, who was the goddess of fruit and trees. Pneumonia. <laughs> Pneumonia. Yes. <laughs> and her symbol is an apple. So it's probably partially why apples feature so heavily in Halloween oh. celebrations to this day. Not just because it's fall. Right. I mean, they also are just around yeah. a lot. Yeah. But, you know, they're like a big fall thing. And that was her thing. And so. Yeah. So they adopted it. Were were there were the Romans doing that at the same time like was that celebration also like the beginning I imagine of fall so yeah just just for the same reasons you yeah know? like the that's kind of cool earth earth starts kind of dying off like around this time and mm. apples are 
around. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's cool that different cultures were like, yeah, we all have our own version of celebration for this time of year. Yeah. Because it is significant. Yeah. Yeah. It's when it starts being a real bummer. (laughs) It's getting shitty outside. Let's have a party. I know. So then, in 609 AD, Pope Boniface the Fourth. Oh, good old bony face. <laughs> the the very same. He declared March thirteenth as All Martyrs Day, mm. so that was a holiday that they started celebrating every year. And then Pope Gregory the Third came along and said, "What if we also added the saints? Because November, the entire month of November, was supposed to celebrate, you know, the saints." He was like, we'll start with November 1st. We'll call it All Saints Day. We'll incorporate the martyrs and the saints and everybody in together. November sure. 1st. Probably like with a lot of other Christian holidays where it's like, well, these guys that we don't like are celebrating their thing on this day. Mm. So if we celebrate, if we make a new holiday on that same day, it's going to replace that one. We can take it. Take the day. Yep. Which worked. Yeah. For like a long time. So they started celebrating All Saints Day on the 1st. So then, of course, October 31st became the eve yeah. All Hallows Eve. Right. Which turned into Halloween. So then Halloween made its way to North America super slowly because, of course, the Protestants were just the absolute fun police. Oh, They're yeah. It's like, are you having a good time? Stop. <laughs> uh, it says here, don't. <laughs> no fun. Is that a smile? W- one commandment. Quit it. Stop having fun. But... Other Europeans, you know, came and settled, started mingling their traditions with Native American ones. And again, fall festivals and celebrations started cropping up because it's, I mean, it's a very, like, obvious market changing of yeah. you know, the weather and the seasons and all the, And it's you know. when you harvest. Exactly. Yeah. Harvest so there were all season. these celebrations cropping up, including telling ghost stories mm-hmm. and getting into mischief. Oh. And then with the Irish potato famine came... You know, thousands of Irish immigrants who were largely responsible for bringing Halloween as we know it. Oh, nice. With them. Oh, like, thanks. This is how we do it over in Europe. I don't know what you fuddy-duddies are doing over here in America, but there should be a lot more fun happening. Yeah, more mischief. Yeah. Less whatever that is. <laughs> what, what are you doing? Praying? Praying? <laughs> Reading? Ugh. Stop. Go, let's go throw stuff at trees. Exactly. <laughs> so then trick-or-treating came about. Because children were getting into way too much mischief. Ah. There's like, we got to get these kids all in one place mm-hmm. <laughs> and stop them from TPing my house. So, so kind much. of the fun police. A little bit. But they're like, redirecting if, the fun. If yes. we gave you these treats, mm-hmm. would you stop egging my car? Yeah. I was like, mm, okay. Cars haven't been invented yet. But if you had a car, I would egg it. <laughs> but I would. I got eggs for days, let me tell you what. <laughs> I don't know what to do with them. So it's like antecedent behavior. You set them up for success. Exactly. You give them a job. Mm-hmm. So it's like training a dog. Yes. <laughs> Your job is not to fill this yard with forks. <laughs> it is to collect Kit Kats. Right. <laughs> but like, how many can you get? Exactly. Like, wow, you're so good at Kit Kat collecting. You <laughs> forgot about the forks. It's amazing. Yeah, exactly. That's basically how it came about. In nice. the 1950s, kids would receive, like, all kinds of stuff. You know, homemade treats, yeah, coins, tiny little toys, fruits. 
Um, and it wasn't until the 1970s that like store bought pre wrapped candy started being seen as the only appropriate thing to give out because mm. people started getting worried about people doing weird shit. Yeah. You know, I don't know what you put in these cookies, or there might be razor blades in the apples, which I don't know exactly where that myth came about because as we know no one has ever done that no that has not ever happened Razor blade in apple myth origin this is interesting this says parents freaking out about their kids eating candy that's been tampered with by local psychos isn't a recent occurrence it's been a fear since the industrial revolution Hmm. because this was the first era in history that food production was taken out of the home and moved to a factory often out of town oh so that kind of makes sense that they would you know people talked to their neighbors more back then yeah and so they would be like well nobody in this neighborhood would do anything right you know to hurt our kids because we know all of them yeah but if we don't know where the candy is coming from, right. then something could happen. So it's really interesting that it went from that shift of we should only be giving out things that are made here in our homes or in our neighborho- neighbor's homes. And it, like, I don't trust that factory to I only trust that factory. And I don't know that guy yes. across the street and what he might be doing. Mm-hmm. That's very interesting. Yeah, I wonder if there's like, I'm sure somebody has done like a social, like sociology paper yeah based around the like switch yeah from yeah i feel like you could write an interesting paper just around halloween candy yes because it definitely wasn't overnight you know yeah a gradual shift from one thing to the other so yeah that's very very interesting yes i mean as far as we know that doesn't really happen people giving out drugs at halloween or giving out razor blades or you know whatever and like yeah it doesn't happen no it just doesn't happen first of all no one is giving your kids free drugs right they're expensive they cost money and for what like the payoff of knowing that maybe somewhere a child is having a bad time like you (laughs) don't even get to see the prank being played out yeah that's your goal yeah so i think what happened the reason this started i have a theory so First, it started with Ronald Clark Mm O'Brien, who did murder his son using Halloween candy. He took five pixie sticks, opened them up, put potassium cyanide in the top two inches, and then closed them back with a staple. Yeah. And then he gave them to his kids and also his kids' friends to try and make it look like you know, they were, like, just randomly poisoned. Right. If you've been to 25 houses yeah. in the past, you know, it's like, who knows where this came from? Exactly. Um, But his son was the only one who ate it. Mm-hmm. He was having trouble getting it open, and his dad helped him open it, which, for some reason, is even worse to me, because he... Yeah. It like, he like, planned it, but then he also had to go the extra step to, like, get him to do... I don't know. Yeah. It's just worse. It is. He ended up getting caught... Because they realized the cops were like, okay, nobody in this neighborhood gave out pixie sticks. Mm. You guys only went to two different streets because it was raining that night. Mm-hmm. The house that they said they got them from, the guy that lived there was at work, and 200 people where he worked confirmed that he was at work that yeah. night. And the dad was in what is equivalent to half a million dollars worth of debt. Oh. And he had taken out life insurance policies on his kids. Yeah. You got to wait like, a little while you know yeah. you gotta let the ink dry on those life insurance policies before you go offing the people who are in them yeah 
I know. So also don't kill your kids. <laughs> yeah, I mean that seems like the best solution. But yeah, he got caught almost immediately. Like he was arrested and in, in jail by November fifth. Oh wow. Yeah, and convicted, sent to prison. Yeah. Uh, death row, lethal injection. Yikes. Yeah, the whole nine. But that happened in 1974. Okay. And then the Tylenol murders mm-hmm. happened in the 80s. Yeah. Which had people just nervous about things being tampered with in the store. Right. And then I think the satanic panic probably contributed to it too because that was in the 80s also. Just people thinking that everyone around them was evil if right. they didn't know them. Yeah. Just assuming that everybody had bad intentions. Yeah. I don't know became what's going like on over there. a social phenomenon. Yeah. That's true. But the truth is, it just doesn't happen. Doesn't it hasn't happen. happened. Yeah. The only cases of it that I could find were they had less to do with somebody trying to cause harm to random children and more to do with somebody trying to get a lawsuit going mm. or f- for the parents to get attention yeah. for their kids being hurt. Yeah. Which is terrible that is terrible that the parents are the ones it's like the parents are the ones doing it to their own kids yeah in every instance and then starting this like mythos about random terrible it's always somebody you know yeah (laughs) it's like nine times out of ten it's never a stranger no which is (laughs) the worst you're like no new friends also no old friends (laughs) no friends or parents no parents gotta go you might try to hurt me for clout Right, yeah. My parents refer to that guy who did the Tylenol murders as mm. the Tylenol goober, which I love. <laughs> I mean, he did kill people, which sucks. But yeah. I just, I don't know, like, clowning on serial killers is, like, my favorite thing. Oh, it's like, yeah. oh, you think you're this big, bad, scary guy? No, you're a goober. Yeah, you're <laughs> like, stupid. Like, I refuse to call Dennis Raider BTK because no. he picked it himself. Yeah, because like, he you're likes just it. Dennis. Your name is Dennis. It's Dennis. But anyway, don't try to poison your children. What the fuck? Yeah. That's so rude. And don't... Yeah, the the guy, Ronald Clark O'Brien, who killed his son, Timothy, was also known as the man who killed Halloween. Yeah. Because know, you're, you're just ruining it. For everybody it else, Ronald. For everyone, yeah. That's so dumb. And potentially could have killed other children. I mean... He in, he gave five pixie sticks out. He would have killed five children. Yeah. He put enough potassium cyanide in there to kill two adults. That's... Stop it. I mean, don't <laughs> kill anybody's children. But, like, the fact that he was just so okay with, like, well, I gotta cover my tracks, so I'll kill six children. So I can pay so off some find me. debts? Get a job. Right, it Get did a say... better job. I was reading that he had had, like, 21 jobs in the past couple years. Like, oh, no. he could not keep a job. Yeah. His house was foreclosed on. His car had been repossessed. Like, all this stuff. Yeah. And it's like, man, that sucks. It does. But, but don't kill your kid, is, man. Yeah, this that's, ain't the... That's not the way. Not the way. Don't kill your kid. Don't kill Halloween. If you learn nothing from this podcast episode today, <laughs> please write that down. Put it on a post-it right next to your desk. Yep. If you don't have kids, don't kill somebody else's kids. Exactly. Just uh, don't do it. And don't mess with people's Halloween candy. Yeah. Either. I remember... It's for fun. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. 
That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. As a kid, when they always would offer to run your candy through a metal detector. Yeah. I was like, what? What? For what? For razor blades? Who's doing this? No one. But I mean, my parents, same way. You know, they were like, if you get stuff that's like, Wrapped in plastic or in little bags or has mm-hmm. been opened, like just throw it out. So, well, I never went trick or treating, so I was never in any danger <laughs> ever, ever from anything. That was the only danger I ever faced as a child. <laughs> totally worth it. Totally worth the risk. So, speaking of Halloween candy, yeah, did you know? No, probably not. That candy corn was originally called chicken feed oh. because you know corn is what chickens eat. That's true. And so it looked the same, but they called it chicken feed, and it had a little rooster on the package. Which is adorable. It is cute. It has always been disgusting. You hate it? I hate it. It's fine. It's just... Like, if it's there, I'll eat it. (sighs) But I'm not gonna buy it. Yeah. You know? I love the way it looks. It's very... Yeah. I mean, it's very, like, classic, Mm -hmm. you know, Halloween candy. And the colors are great and it's so bright. But it hurts my teeth and it's gross. Maybe it's because you ate so much candy. (laughs) Growing up as a child, <laughs> going trick-or-treating. Maybe so. <laughs> Maybe that's why your teeth hurt. Listen. That's why I have nice teeth. Yep. <laughs> I wasn't allowed to have candy. <laughs> I gotta call my mom. How dare you? Uh, the most popular candy to hand out at Halloween is Skittles. Nice. Which, I don't know. Just one Skittle. Yeah. <laughs> Here you go, your tweezers. Do you yes. have a color preference? For you. Holding up the line. <laughs> I can't decide. Yeah. You only get one. <laughs> it's really important. One fourth of all the candy sold in the U.S. is for Halloween. Interesting. My friend, ghost butt, friend of the pod. Mm-hmm. She was on the Mario Bros. episode. Mm-hmm. Many years ago. that October is the beginning of candy season and it lasts to February. Oh, that makes no, sense. No, Easter. Easter is the end of candy season. Yeah. Which makes sense. You got Halloween, obviously, biggest candy holiday, and then Christmas, and then Valentine's Day, and then Easter, where you yeah. buy all this candy. Most of the country's <laughs> pumpkins come from Illinois. Interesting. The state produces five times more pumpkins than any other place, and they have 15,000 acres dedicated just to pumpkin growing. Cute. I know. I love carving pumpkins. We're so close to Illinois. I should just go drive through a pumpkin field and see what happens to my car. <laughs> Like, what? I don't know. I feel like it would probably tear it up. <laughs> yeah, it definitely would. <laughs> or maybe you just get through on the other side and then you look in your back seat and there's like 40 pumpkins in there. You're like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then I call my insurance guy, like, is, what's the pumpkin policy? <laughs> my wheels have turned into pumpkins. <laughs> I have a Cinderella situation over here. <laughs> what's the Cinderella Everything policy? Hey, State Farm, hey. what's your Cinderella policy? <laughs> My car turned into a fucking pumpkin. 
not even a big one either. Just sitting on this 20-pound pumpkin <laughs> in a not, field. I'm stuck. Not going anywhere. I don't know. I love going to like find the right pumpkin mm-hmm. out in the dirt yeah. yourself. Being like, I got miles of pumpkins out here. Yeah. Got to find the one. I like, I like doing that. And I like cutting down my own tree. Yes. I like picking out my tree, too. Yep. Yeah, because you got to look and you got to be like, which one speaks to me? Yeah. Which one is... You got to hug them all. My, yes. <laughs> which one's going to be my friend? I was very sad. We went pumpkin picking this past weekend and I found one. I was like, I like this guy. Mm. It was like the first one that I found. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to look at some more. Yeah. If he's still here when I get back, mm. this is the one. And he was not there. <gasps> I know. And I was he like, was I someone should've... else's one. Yeah, he, he was. I should have. I also was kind of feeling kind of lazy and I want to lug it around. You know? <laughs> So I was like, I had this whole field to walk through. Yeah. I carry this pumpkin. So I found another one, which was also great and weighs 33 pounds. Jesus. <laughs> I had to carry that one home. That's so. like a eight-year-old. I don't know how much kids weigh. Plus a little like bit a- more than that, but. Yeah. Yeah, it's wild. Well, the baby that I carry around for work, my coworker, <laughs> weighs 23 pounds. <laughs> the baby that I carry around for work. Your job is literally just... Yeah, I just carry a baby. Lugging an infant <laughs> yeah. from point A to point B. Yes. <laughs> you know, he's a 23-pound baby, so I just put the pumpkin on one hip. Oh, there like you go. a baby. Yeah. I, like, oh, I got this. Oh. Nice. Smart. Yeah. And it... Swaddle it. The pumpkin wasn't trying to wiggle around, so honestly, it's a little bit easier to hold. Heavier, yeah. but more stationary. Yeah, it wasn't fighting against... Exactly. ...being harvested. <laughs> Like that Harvest baby, baby. does. <laughs> God. Fucking baby. A baby harvester. <laughs> Speaking of heavy pumpkins. Oh, not of baby harvesters. Okay, <laughs> no. yes. No, mm-hmm. no. The world's heaviest jack-o'-lantern weighed 2,350 pounds. Damn. And I watched a video of this guy carving it in his garage. It's like a sped up video. And he carves the ugliest tiger on it. Oh. It's just like oh no what a waste i know the link that i saw was like it didn't you know it didn't it wasn't just a simple face he carved an elaborate tiger i was like "Ooh, i would like to see it mm. i was like um uh, that's bad first off it's just a tiger <laughs> face oh like, you have like four feet of pumpkin to work with yeah like 12 16 square feet almost, yeah you know yeah. this giant pumpkin and he just carves a t- I'm like, you could have carved an entire cityscape mm-hmm he didn't do that. And then it wasn't, it's kind of lopsided. I don't know. You yeah. can go, it's fine. You know, would I have done a better job? Probably not. But also, <laughs> I don't have the record-breaking jack-o'-lantern in my garage. You know? Right. Damn. How did? How do you get that home? And what do you do with all the guts? Yeah. How do you, what do you scoop it out with? You climb in there? Go. Like with like a, a little hand trowel? A shovel? I don't know. That is the one thing. I'm not looking forward to gutting this pumpkin that I got. Yeah. Because there's a lot of guts in there. Yeah. But it'll be fine. It'll just be up to my shoulder mm-hmm. in a pumpkin. In pumpkin guts. Covered in seeds. Let me get in them guts. <laughs> <laughs> no. The record for the highest number of lit jack-o'-lanterns at one time belongs to the city of Keene, New Hampshire. They had 30,581 lit jack-o'-lanterns. That is All lit. about the city. What did you have somebody like running around to make sure one doesn't go out? Oh, yeah. Like, oh, no. <laughs> Or do you 30, like thirty thousand five hundred and eighty? <laughs> Somebody give me a match. Do you like station people like so many? There had to be like yeah. a group. The Guinness Book of World Records guy is just like sprinting. Yeah. They just sent one guy. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, don't run so fast, you're blowing out the pumpkin candles. <laughs> Stop. Walk slowly. The origin of the jack-o'-lantern is really interesting. Oh. It's said to come 
from a man named Jack. Interesting. That's it. They called him Stingy Jack. That's the whole story. Yeah. This is a guy named Jack. And he was like, that's mine. <laughs> My legacy on this earth is the legend of Stingy Jack. So oh. he made a deal with the devil. He invited the devil for a drink, but he didn't want to pay for it. So he like tricked the devil. I'm not sure how this helps. He tricked the devil into becoming a coin. Don't know. The devil or Jack? Was the devil. A, was a coin. Was a coin. Okay. The Somehow de- this got him out of paying for his drink with the devil. I don't know. But then he took the devil as a coin home and just kept him next to a silver cross for a long time so that he couldn't like turn back into the devil. And then eventually he just let him go because he was done having fun, I guess. <laughs> and then he ran into the devil again and tricked him again somehow. So the devil was like, all right, listen here, jackass. <laughs> I ain't never oh, dealing with you again. Jack is short for jackass. Absolutely. He's just like, leave me alone. So then when Stingy Jack died, the devil was like, no, I said, I don't want to talk to you anymore. <laughs> you're a sneaky jerk. Get out of here. And then God was like, no, you're a terrible person. <laughs> You know, so he he was supposed to go to hell and the devil was like, no, thank you. Yeah. And God, God was, was like, like, absolutely not. Also, no. So he was banished to just wander the earth forever. Hmm. And they gave him a burning lump of coal to light his way. Yeah. Which he stuck into a carved out turnip, which became the first jack-o'-lantern. Interesting. Yeah. So turnips and other things like that are more popular in European countries. Mm-hmm. Potatoes. I have heard that. Yeah. Root vegetables. Exactly. It's here in america that they started using pumpkins because we have a lot more pumpkins here. yeah because we got the space for one thing they don't have fifteen thousand acres in ireland to devote to pumpkin growing it's the whole country i wonder if he's still wandering around he's gotta be he's just like well heaven won't take me hell's afraid i'll take over <laughs> isn't that how the saying goes i haven't heard that one <laughs> i haven't talked to stingy jack so i hadn't heard of that one And then the last little bit of information that I have is that the most popular Halloween costumes for kids throughout the years are usually princesses and superheroes. Cute. For adults, it's witches. And Mm. for dogs, it's pumpkins. Cute. Dogs are pretty much the only animal that we dress up, though. Cats are like, no. Yeah, you can thank you. put clothes on a cat, but it'll just lay down. Exactly. And then be mad at you for three weeks. Yep. (laughs) Well, that's good to know i don't know why i i didn't know hardly any of that yeah it me just, either. it's one of those things where you're just like yeah it's halloween right. it's always been it's just always been this way but no it's gone through lots of different you know trick-or-treating used to look like people going around begging for prayers they're oh. like or they're like if you give me some food i will pray for you and then that turned into or i'll d- d- recite this little poem or i'll do a little dance or i will threaten you <laughs> <laughs> Or I won't throw a brick through your front window. How's that? That seems very kind of you. Yeah. It's huh. just very interesting. But the you know, the practice of dressing up has been around for so long. I mean, since before when was it? The Romans took over in forty two AD. So I mean even before then, you know, yeah. with the Celtics like running around. I mean, I imagine the spirits. people have always been dressing up and see cavemen putting like leaves on their head to make fun of their wife. <laughs> oh my god the concept of the wife was invented and then the day after the concept (laughs) of like take my wife please (laughs) women am i right oh my god stupid (laughs) (laughs) but yeah 
trying to think of what some of my favorite Halloween costumes over the years have been. I posted those pictures two years ago of me dressed as Abby from NCIS. Oh, yeah. Which I loved because that one was very simple, but also very like, you know, if you knew if you knew who it was, it was yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I nailed it. Um, I did Janice Ian from Mean Girls a couple years ago, which was also very... It's almost the same costume. Simple, but yeah. <laughs> I just like dyed my hair black. <laughs> I just need an excuse. You better not. I would not. Yeah, as a kid... Oh, one time my brother and I were bags of jelly beans. Huh. My mom got like the plastic bags that you get from the dry cleaners that you put over your oh. garment when it's done, like the yeah. plastic ones. And then put them, you know, we had head holes and they went over our shoulders and we had little armholes. And then she filled it with like water balloons. Oh. Not, they didn't have water in them, but you know, just filled up with air. Just yeah. Different colors. A lot of people, though, were like, oh, you guys, you know, gumball machines, which is like, no, we're clearly just bags. So we had to make a stop back at the house and she got a big Sharpie wrote jelly bean on the front <laughs> so that we had, could stop answering questions. I thought you were going to say that she filled them up with actual jelly beans. Oh, God. And then there, it was so heavy. It would be so heavy. That you and your brother are just like dragging yourselves <laughs> through the street. Like, Help me. Please. I can't even eat them. You're like trying to eat them so that you're... To lighten the load. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> No, it was actually really cute and really simple. I mean, yeah. for the longest time, my mom made all of our costumes. Yeah, that's we cute. Up. Yeah. My first year here in Kentucky, mm. she dressed me up as a UCLA cheerleader Aww. in a town that takes its college sports very seriously. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't get beat up. I know. Fortunately, I was five. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know that that know. would stop some people. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, you trying to get me killed? They didn't know. <laughs> You know, we don't. We hadn't been here for long enough. If money were no object and you had infinite skill, oh boy, what costume would you want? I don't know, because I feel like I'm allowed to dress up now. Yeah, but I don't do it because I'm like I want to do it really well if I'm right. gonna do it. Yeah, but I don't have the time or really the skill level to do it, so I just don't. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, last year I dressed as Vanellope von Schweetz from Wreck-It Ralph mm. which looked okay but I I feel like it could have been better like just a little bit more elevated so I just yeah I'm always like it's not it's elevated. not I pictured in my head oh my god there should be a at least like a one-off episode of making Halloween costumes as like yes. a reality competition yes from some one of those sewing yeah shows yeah competition shows like make yeah make some that'd be tight I wish I would bring face off back Oh, that show is so sick. Glenn Hendricks too busy fixing his beard. <laughs> no, he was he was shaving it and he messed it up, and so he has to wait He's for like, it to grow back. Don't look at me before he can no one's make another him. season <laughs> in months because he's like it's coming in uneven. Anyway, anyway, that's Halloween. That is Halloween. I know that you don't normally dress up, but we are still gonna dress like Bill and Ted, right? Oh yeah, let's dress each of us. Half Bill, half Ted. <laughs> I'm Bill and Ted. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah, Business Goose was like, what if me and Hot Toes were just Bill and Ted's wives? Oh, I was like, yeah, we'll dress you like princesses. Talking English accents. Yeah. That'd be so cute, actually. It really would be. I mean, he suggested it. So. Yeah. But yeah, so there's, there's some information about this delightful holiday. Yeah. Which I do love and I'm excited for. And that's it. That's all. That's all I got. So I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed it. I, me? Yeah. Oh, thanks. (laughs) It was fine. (laughs) Oh, no. I'm going to get a bad grade in podcasting.
Well, if you need us, you can find us on the internet. We are on Instagram and Tumblr and Twitter, Replay Rewind Podcast or Replay Rewind Pod. You know, one of those. For Twitter. You'll figure it out. Yeah. Gmail, Replay Rewind Podcast. Email us about your favorite Halloween memories. Yeah. Send us pictures of your Halloween costumes like from the 90s or the 80s. I've been getting a couple and yeah. I would love to post them on our Instagram. So if you want to see them on our Instagram, send them with your, you know, your information and yeah we'll post them up there it, it's been so much fun i love seeing especially the homemade ones i mean yeah all of them are good little kids in store-bought costumes are just cute no matter what but the homemade ones where it's like yeah clearly you're this thing yeah are the best yeah jelly, i also love bag of jelly beans bag of jelly beans i love the one when you see like little kids who have like very strong opinions and they're like my nephew wanted to be pants <laughs> Have you seen that? No. I'll post a picture of that. It's just, they just <laughs> bought a bigger pair of jeans and they put armholes for him. His head's oh pop, God, like, popping out the waistband. So funny. And he's so happy looking. He's just like, I'm pants. <laughs> I love it. All right. If you want to check out our other episodes, they're on Google, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts. You can go to our Patreon page and get lots of bonus content other movies or sometimes we make up our own movies and we'll send you a sticker and we'll shout out your name on the show it's cool all the cool kids are doing it it's true you should be one of them yeah this is that peer pressure that your parents warned you about yes i will not poison your candy but i will peer pressure you join our patreon (laughs) be cool in the meantime stay spooky cheese buddies and don't forget to reduce, reuse, rewind, replay, recycle. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> and remember your sign off. <laughs>